Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. This is truly the day that the Lord has made. We're going to rejoice and rejoice and be glad in it. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, saints, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, my heart moves. It's good to see you. It's good to see you. I am so blessed to be here with you today. I am truly excited about today. I don't know about you, but I am truly excited to be here with you today. It's wonderful to be here with you all. It is truly wonderful to be here with you all today. And I am just uh, just at all watching what God is doing as he revealed himself to us each and every day, each and every hour, each and every moment as we see prophecy unfolding. So I am just at all, I am truly at all as he taken us each step of the way as he just moving us from one phase to the next. What a fantastic thing. Thank God almighty. And it's, it is, uh, ooh, wait, man, I'm just over, overjoyed, overjoyed to see what God is doing with the Ark of the Covenant ministry. That's truly a blessing. Well, I want to welcome all of our friends and family here today. Day and uh, just thanking you all for being here with us on all of our platforms. This is truly great, uh, fantastic. I mean, this is wonderful. So uh, let us go to the throne of grace. Father God, we thank you. We just at all, we, we can't just say no more, but just hallelujah and thank you. And Lord, if we cry out for forgiveness of our sins, Lord, we just ask you to give us strength to turn from our wicked ways. And Lord, as we hear today that's been ordained by you, we asking that we be decreased, Lord, right now, and let you be increased as we lift your name up where you can draw men unto you. Father God, we thank you. We just ask that you bless this time. If anyone comes that don't know you as a loving Savior, we pray that something be said, something be heard, something be done, where they turn towards you and cry out, what must I do in order to be saved? And we pray that they realize in their heart that all they have to do is just believe on you. And the Bible said that if thou shalt believe on the name of the Son of God, and thou shalt confess with thy mouth on the Lord Jesus that God has raised him from the dead, then thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. So we thank you, Jesus. We thank you for that. And we're just praying right now, you decrease me and increase you because you are preferred. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Glory be to the Lamb of the living God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. So, 
We uh, uh, want to welcome you all again, once again, all of our newcomers, our, uh, all of our art movers that's here with us. We want to thank you right here and right now. We truly do as we are here at our Revelation Gathering Session, our Revelation Gathering Session and for all those that don't know, our Revelation Gathering Session is where we peel back the layers of the scripture and let God, as he peel them back, reveal himself unto us. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And we are right now going through the Song of Solomon. And we had our introduction. Last week was the first time we had our introduction last week. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And it was shown up good just introducing the Song of Solomon. We really just, just skimmed over the introduction as we just introduced the book, the Song of Solomon. We just scattered all over the place. You don't really wouldn't know uh, uh, no Pacific order. We just jumped all in there and just scattered up to try to get you excited about the Song of Solomon, about the love story about the book of the Song of Solomon. It is a truly a love story. And this particular love story, we didn't want you all to get so caught up in a fleshly love story. But this is a unique love story because we wanted you to see and understand that all the entire Bible is written about the man Christ Jesus. The Bible tells us that Jesus come in the volume of the book. That all scriptures is inspired by the Holy Spirit. All scriptures are inspired by the Holy Spirit. And in that inspiration by the Holy Spirit, we know that the Holy Spirit has a particular function. The Holy Spirit has a particular function. And the Bible tells us what that function is. And we want you all to understand the function of the Holy Spirit. And the Bible says in John 16, 13 through 15, what that function is. Alexa, John 16, 13 through 15. Okay, here's your version Bible. John 16, verses 13 to 15. When the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth, for he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will declare to you the things that are to come. He will glorify me, for he will take what is mine and declare it to you. All that the Father has is mine. 
Therefore I said that he will take what is mine and declare it to you. He will declare what is mine unto you. In other words, it's the Holy Spirit's job. It is the Holy Spirit's whole identity is to tell exactly what is Jesus Christ, who he is, take what is him and declare it unto us. Now, every scripture is inspired by the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit's whole function is to declare Jesus Christ. And if the Holy Spirit inspired every scripture, then every scripture is to declare Jesus Christ. That's what it's for. That's what it's all about. That's what the Bible says. The Bible teaches us that. So if that is the case, that means the scriptures that was inspired the Song of Solomon by the Holy Spirit, it was to tell us about the man Christ Jesus. So what about Christ Jesus was this telling us about? It was designed as the heart of God. That heart of God. The Bible says that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, his heart. You see, when you look at the song of Solomon, it is designed because Proverbs is symbolic to that outer court. Then you got Ecclesiastes that is the inner court. Then you have the Song of Solomon, which sets as the Holy of Holies, that most inner chamber, that heart, as the tabernacle is set up. You see, you must understand, and we all must gather the knowledge of how that we are to look at the Song of Solomon. Because now we know that it is a collection of written poetry letters. We know that Solomon was a man of wisdom with over 700 wives and 300 concubines. We also know that he learned that all things were just plain old vanity. But the most precious thing was his relationship with God. But then the unique thing about his relationship with God was learning how God felt about us. 
Now, in that learning how God felt about us, he had to be able to express it in a manner in which he could grasp it and in a manner for which God could express it through him and he didn't even recognize it. Because I don't believe Solomon even knew that this particular writing was the type of writing that was going to be used as this outline for you and I today. Now remember that the Song of Solomon has three main characters. One, it starts off in the very first verse, which says, get your pencil and paper and let us start it off. It starts off in Solomon 1.1. 1, 1. The song of the songs which is Solomon. Now Solomon represents Jesus. He is Solomon the king. His representation is King Jesus, which he will only be mentioned a few times throughout the entire, his name, just a few times throughout the entire book of the Song of Solomon. Now, you will hear from a woman's point of view because King Jesus represents the bride. Now you will, he is the bridegroom. Now you will hear from a Shulamite woman. As the bridegroom and the bride is in a courtship ceremony. Now, in this courtship ceremony, the Shulamite bride is represent the church. The church. And then you will have the Holy Spirit speaking. So these are the three main characters. You've got Solomon, which represent King Jesus. You have the Shulamite bride, which represents the church. And you got the Holy Spirit. So come on, let's read. It starts off with the song of the songs 
which is Solomon. It starts right off with, listen, these are the songs, the songs of witches of Solomon. In other words, in the Hebraic understanding of this type of writing, it's saying these are the greatest of the greatest. In other words, this is the great, great. In other words, it's trying to say this is the best, that this is it. So this is King Jesus. Is what they trying to refer to in the spiritual sense. But they talking about Solomon. But this is in the spiritual sense, King Jesus. Now stay with me here. Verse number two. Let him kiss me. Now Jesus said in Deuteronomy chapter 6, he says that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. He quoted that in the desert. The Shulamite bride said, let him kiss me which the with the kisses of the mouth for thy love is better than wine mm, mm. she saying kiss me now she is referring to a particular type of kiss. See, she want a kiss that is so intimate that it reaches down deep and cleanses her soul. Now, I want you to remember that you can post your questions uh, I do have my all trustworthy eye. I got my all trustworthy eye. So you can post your questions where you are. I do have my eye. You can post your questions where you are. We'll get to your questions. You can also send your questions to Derek Hill. D-E-R-R-I-C-K-H-I-L-L at Ark of the Covenant. That's Ark, A-R-K of the Covenant, C-O-V-E-N-A-N-T, Ministry, M-I-N-I-S-T-R-Y dot com. That's our email address. You can send your questions there. Or you can have our phone line is open. That's area code 219-200-1113. Again, that's area code 219-200-1113. And we'll love to have your, 
your questions or comments right here on the air, or we can answer them and uh, and enjoy you interacting with our teaching this today. We'd love to have that. Um, now, she wants that type of kiss that's cleansing, as the Word of God is. Not only is the Word of God cleansing. The word of God is for the cleansing and that is an intimate relationship. She wants this type of relationship that is so close that it's a touching. You see, the Bible says, well, grace and mercy kiss. She wants to be in between that area. The Bible tells in the book of Exodus, chapter 25, the Bible tells what God tells Israel to build a particular artifact. The artifact, God calls it the ark of the covenant. He tells them to get a particular type of wood which is defined as shittim, which means God's righteousness, the name of the wood. And he tells them to make it so many feet long and so many feet high. And then he tells them to get pure gold. Pure gold, once you get it to be pure gold, which it doesn't start off that way, you have to dig up the ore. Now the ore is attached with different types of minerals to it. Now they don't take a rocket scientist to get this into a pure gold form. All you got to do is have the right tools and the right chemicals. You see, all you need to do is to pound that ore into fine dust. The moment you go to pounding, some of them minerals gonna fall off right away. But once you pound it down into fine dust, then you take it and you put it into a furnace. And once you get it into that furnace and get it to a liquid form, you're going to burn off a whole lot of minerals. But still, it's not. All of it is not burned off. But to get the rest of it off, you have to pour in some potassium cyanide. Now, once you pull that in there, it's going to burn off the rest. Then you got pure gold. Now, you can pour it to, into any type of mold that you want. Let it cool. Now, in order to cover the Ark of the Covenant, there was a particular way that God wanted it covered. 
Instead of, you know, just pouring it on there and painting it on the outside of the box and pouring it on the inside and painting it, they didn't want it that way. What they had to do was pour the gold on the inside of the box and let it run all the way on that, to the outside of it. So you poured it on the inside, covered the inside, and let it come on to the outside and then cover the outside. That's the way our salvation worked from the inside outwards. And then God had them to make a mercy seat, a covering, a lid. On top of the lid, God told them to make two cherubim beat them into one piece of gold for each cherubim. And they formed that cherubim out of that one piece of gold. Make it one piece and you have to beat that gold into that cherubim. And then when you did that, you covered the mercy seat in solid gold in pure gold and then you put the lid on top of the box that you made and then inside of the ark you would put a jar of manna that manna was the bread that you had your last supper representation with but it was the same bread that he fed them with while they was in the wilderness but they didn't know anything about the last supper also he told them to put in there the testimony in other words the law for which God gave to Moses then he told them to put Aaron's rod in there, the same rod that budded, the same rod that he chose when he called out Aaron to be the priest. And a few things later, it budded. So they put that in there. Now, when they covered this thing with this pure gold, what most people don't know, pure gold is translucent. You could see right through it once you take out all the impurities. And that was an interesting thing because it lets us know that when we get the salvation of Jesus Christ, he covers us. And when he covers us, when God looks at us, he's looking through the blood of Jesus. And when he looks through the blood of Jesus, the Bible says that he writes his law on our minds and in our hearts. The Bible also says that he has chosen us to be a priestly nation. 
and the Bible says that in order we will eat of his flesh and drink of his blood in order to come into the kingdom. Now, it also tells us that grace and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives. It shall be our covering, grace and mercy. You see, grace is that unmerited favor. Mercy holds back what we should have. But with the mercy of God, you don't have to worry about it. For the rest of your life, it's going to follow you. So right in between there is where she wanted to be. It's where the church wanted to be. With God. She said, kiss me. With your word, with your precepts and concepts, with your principles and statutes, right there, kiss me. Give me that intimate relationship. Mmm. We y'all better talk to me here. With the kisses of your mouth. See, I can't live off bread, the church said. But every word that proceedeth out the mouth of God, the church can survive. Mm, 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 mm. Praise the Lord. It says, For thy love is better than wine. You see, wine was a symbol of celebration. There's no celebration that can match the love of Jesus. No celebration that can match the love of Jesus. That's what she's saying. That's exactly what she's saying. There's nothing on earth that can match the love of heaven. Nothing on earth. There's nothing that can match it. That's what she's saying. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Then she moved on. She said, because. Stay with me now. We don't go on to verse number three. Stay with me. Verse number three. Because of the Savior mm, of the good ointments of thy name. Mm, because of the Savior of the good ointments of thy name is as ointment. Mm, poured mm, mm, 
<laughs> Fourth, therefore, do <laughs> the virgins <laughs> over the virgins love thee. We, now watch this here. We're going to break this down. Now watch this here. She said, because of the Savior of the good ointments, because of the Savior of the good ointments, you know, when you have the ointments and the oils, that Savior, you know, when you, just to have that taste of the good ointments. But she said, in your name, just the mentioning of your name, it's, 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 it's like a savior. When you say the name of Jesus, mm, mm, mm. watch it now, watch, watch how she compared it. Mm. Watch as she compared now. In the name is as ointment mm. poured forth mm. to thee. <laughs> oh, Lord. Therefore, do the virgins love thee. It's like poor. It's like your name, the Savior, just to say your name. It's as sweet as the pure oil, like the sweet juices. And the virgins, when she say the virgins, she talking about the purity of the virgins. They love the Lord. They, it, it, it's like saying, listen, don't, don't think about the sexuality. Think about the purifying nature of the virgins. How their innocence will turn to sanctify themselves, to keep themselves sanctified in loving the Lord. Just for loving the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Just your name will keep them in just loving the Lord. It's better than anything on earth. Just the name of Jesus. Just your name. Just the name of Jesus. Unlike anything else, the name of Jesus. The Bible says in 2 Philippians chapter 9, I mean, 2 Philippians verse 9, 
to 11, God has highly exhorted you and given you a name which above every name that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow. Things in heaven, things on earth, and things underneath the earth, and every tongue shall confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory of the Father. Now, that's at the name of Jesus. We're talking about the name. The name. It's like a, just the Savior precious ointment. Glory be to God. Glory, glory, glory. Glory, glory be to the Lord. Hallelujah. That's verse number three there, y'all. Verse number three, glory to his name. Glory to his name. Glory to his name. Let's move on. Let's move on. Come on. Look at what verse 4 say. Look at what verse 4 say. Draw me. Mm. Draw me. In John chapter 6, the Bible tells us we can't even come to Jesus unless the Father draw me. Unless the Father draw you to him. You can't even come unless the Father draw you to him. You can't even, listen, salvation is impossible unless the Father draws you unto Jesus. You have to be drawn. Mm. She say, draw me. Hmm. We will run after. Mm. She say, draw me and then we will run after thee. Draw me because that's the only way I could come. And then I'm going to run with you to do the work. Draw me. That's the only way I can come. And then I'm going to run with you. In. I believe that's John 17. He tells Jesus tells. Him, I have finished the work. I have finished the work. You see, you got to see what God going to give us a ministry to do here. When Jesus left the great commission, he gave us a work to do. Go forth and preach ye to every creature teaching and baptizing them 
and what he had taught us. So he's going to give us something to do. And when he give you this to do here, the greatest words you can hear as Paul uttered and say, welcome home, my good and faithful servant. As he put these words before them, he said, well done. Because Paul completed his work. He said, I kept the faith. You see, we have a job to do. We have a job to do. She says that the, 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 the Shulamite bride the says that represents the church. The church said, draw me. That's the only way I could get there by you drawing me. And when you draw me, it says then we will run after thee then it says watch this here stay with me now y'all the king have brought me into his chambers mm, mm, mm. the king talking about Solomon, which represent King Jesus. It's a chamber experience. A chamber experience. Had brought me into his chamber. Now this here is a life-changing event. A life-changing event right here. This changes your entire life. This is when you, this turns you all the way around when you meet the king, Jesus. The Lord of Lords, the King of Kings. This is a life-changing event. This is not going to meet some rap star or some basketball player or the Vice President of the United States of America. This going to meet the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings. This going to meet somebody that can heal body, mind, and soul. The Bible says, why would you, don't fear the one that can harm the body. Fear the one that can harm the body and the soul. This is the one I'm talking about. This here. This is a chamber experience. This is a relationship that's 
undescribable. You are going into the chamber of the King of Kings, the Holy of Holies. You are going beyond where only a high priest used to be able to go. But now you can go on your own. And you can stand before God Almighty himself. This is your time. Your time. This is your time. This is a chamber experience right here. It says here, we will be glad. We will be glad. Come on, y'all. Come on. Come on. In verse number four, it's powerful, powerful stuff here. It's some powerful stuff. You're going to rejoice in the Lord. When you get into that chamber experience with God, that intimate relationship, when you meet him, And he wash away your sins. He wash away your shame, your guilt. When he wash away all the bondage, all the yoke. When he wash away all that the enemy tries to wrap you up in. Oh, when all the garbage being able to, that you can set it down at the master's feet. And he looks down on you and he say, rise. Take up that bed and walk. Oh, my, 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 my. Lord, have mercy, have mercy. Lord, your soul, your soul, your soul rejoices. Your soul will rejoice. Your soul will rejoice. He says, rejoice in thee. We will remember thy love. You'll never forget that day. You'll never forget that day. You, 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 listen, I know people right now. I know people right now. You looking at one. Sometime my birthday, go clean past. Sometime my birthday, I'll go clean past. And if don't nobody say nothing, It'll go come and go. It will come and go. But there'll be a certain time of year that I could hear the birds chirping 
I could see the sun shining. And I could hear the radio on and I can go and my mind and go wandering back to that old summer day. And when my mind go to wandering back to that old summer day, I can remember the cool of the evening. And I can still hear the sounds of people putting up tents and stuff behind me. I didn't know what they was doing at the time, but after later on, I found out they was putting up tents and stuff for people to come and listen to people doing some preaching. See, I didn't know that at the time. I just knew I was sitting on the bench waiting to go do some wrong that I had no business going in this building to do. And all of a sudden, some men walked up on me. I ain't even know the men was there. And with that, this man sat down and began to tell me a story. And the man told me a story so poetically and with so much conviction and compassion that I listened intently. And as I listened, my heart began to change. My mind changed. It was as if he came and sat down right beside me. Now, I still had the same situations when I got through. I still had the same problems when I got through. I still had the same circumstances when I got through. I didn't know who the man was. I didn't know what he was capable of. I didn't even know where I was, really. But I know the man, he sent me over to this little place. And I started my journey. And right now, I've been on that journey ever since. And God's been good ever since then. So I learned that I've been glad for the whole experience with my God. You got to be glad in the Lord. Be glad in it. Be glad in it. Be glad in it. I was so glad for his love because he showed me love. Mercy.
and his grace. And in that, the Bible says that God so loved the world. And love is an action thing, y'all. I want you to get this, man. Love is an action thing. Women, love is an action thing. Not you telling him to do this and do that. But love means that we both express love through how we perform in certain ways and in certain activities not to prove our love but to show our love in accordance with who we belong to, which expresses our inner, most secretive, heartful love. Because it's him who's teaching us about love. Because on our own, we know nothing about love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, here we go. Get to the end of this verse here. Remember me that remember me uh, uh, remember thy love more than wine <laughs> wine the, the upright to, to love thee listen then the celebration I want to uprightly love thee I don't need no wine no celebration I don't need wine to love you I uprightly love thee. It's I remember thy love more than wine, the uprightly love thee. More than wine, I remember your love more than any celebration. Than to uprightly love thee. It's no celebration. No celebration that compares. No celebration at all. None at all. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We're going to have to stop at verse number four. When we get back to verse number five. We, we will start at verse number five. One five, we'll start there. That's our time. And I know some of you might feel a tugging at your heart right now. And God is tugging at you, that love right now. His love is tugging at you. So we're going to stop right here and just 
Let's go ahead and take care of that business. If you feel God tugging at your heart and you ain't never made him your Lord and Savior, right now is a chance you can take care of that business. Let's just ask the Lord to save your soul. If you can believe in the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ, the Bible said, if thou shalt believe in your heart, all you got to do is confess it with your mouth. Just a simple prayer I'll do. Just repeat after me. Dear Lord, I'm a sinner. I believe, Lord. I believe in your birth, your death, and your resurrection. Father God, save my soul. I truly believe. Thank you, Jesus for saving me. Amen. Now, if you said that prayer and you truly, truly believe, then the Bible says, welcome to the kingdom of God. And we're going to be praying for you. Now, if you said that prayer and you believe, please write, I believe, right down beside you your name right now so we can put your name on our prayer list. And if you want to continue right here with us and follow up with us uh, and want to stay in contact with us, all you can, we got a free app, Christian app that's free. It goes directly on your phone. All you got to do is visit our website at www.arcarkofthecovenant.com. That's www.arkarkofthecovenant.com. C-O-V-E-N-A-N-T Ministry M-I-N-I-S-T-R-Y dot com Go through one of the portals Prayer messaging or Spiritual exercise Or mental or physical workout Put in your email address Download it and it is free Don't cost you anything and you can put it directly on your phone and enjoy the community. And we just love to have you. And we truly are blessed with your presence. And we thank you for it. Okay. Remember, get our podcast. It's a wonderful thing. It, it truly a blessed thing. Get the app and you'll be truly blessed by it. God bless you. It's good to see you. And we're glad to be with you. Thank you. God bless you. 